Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Murphy's League. Today's episode, the draft frenzy continues. We're going to be covering my running back rankings. I believe I have 10 or 11 guys I've got to talk about today. Once you get out of the top 5, you can almost mix and match them however you want. This is another class that's really, really deep. Um, this draft is really good for corners, really good for running backs, pretty damn good for defensive line as well. Um, so yeah, I've got a bunch of guys I want to talk about today. I'm not going to take too much time on the top guys, especially Bijan, because it's like, what else do you really want to hear? Um, but, you know, draft quickly approaching. It's a week away as of tomorrow. I'm recording this Wednesday night. Probably going to get it up on Wednesday night. You probably won't be, you know, listening to this on Thursday because uh, I'll probably get this up pretty late. But I'm going to try and cover... Whatever I haven't covered, I'm going to try and get it all done by this weekend is all that matters. So you guys will be able to listen to it all before draft draft week. And yeah, I'll make sure to post on Instagram to keep you guys posted. Make sure to follow me over there at Murphy's League. Let's get right into this episode. guys so you already know the drill by now i'm gonna list off my top five guys after that there's gonna be a bunch of names that honestly you can kind of shuffle them however you want to however you want to it's kind of dependent on what the team is going to want what style of runner they're going to want because some of these guys are a lot different than others some of them are coming in you know a lot smaller sizes maybe a lot faster a lot of these other guys are just pure two down backs really powerful guys but the top five is really a blend of all those elements so that's why you know they made it and they cracked the, this list at number one i mean it's no surprise at all Bijan robinson he really is the closest running back prospect to saquon barkley have had since saquon barkley and even in their play style they just look so similar i mean it really is a pretty good comp there's really nothing that he can't do for your team maybe pass block maybe but i mean he's insane he's ridiculous missed tackle machine crazy elusiveness 446 uh, 40-yard dash, which, you know, is good enough to break away some runs at the next level. It's not, you know, blazing speed, but it definitely gets the trick done. And, I mean, I don't know what else to say about this guy. We've known he's the guy for a couple years now. He's one of the absolute best prospects in this draft. I'm sure you guys have already heard plenty about it. So, let's move on to Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs, I mean, again, another one of these guys. He's been being, been talked about for a couple years. You already know a ton about him. You've already heard all the Alvin Kamara comparisons. And it's true, and honestly, he might even be more explosive than Alvin Kamara. He might not be, um, he has really good contact balance like Kamara, but he's not quite as big as Kamara, so he can't take as big of hits as Kamara can. He's maybe not going to be, you know, grinding through the tackles. Not that that's Kamara's game, but he probably just offers a little bit less there in terms of power running. But I mean, his explosiveness is ridiculous. The fact that he can just play so patient and he can accelerate extremely fast while cutting on a dime i really think he can fit both run schemes and we know what he can do as a pass catcher he is an elite pass catcher of the football as well as Bijan robinson so i mean Bijan's just got more of that traditional you know bell cow build and then he can do it all and pass it or sorry and catch it out of the backfield jameer is just a little bit smaller than him obviously a little bit more explosive but just as good of a pass catcher he really is extremely fun to watch he's not going to make you know the elusiveness and the bat and like the uh, acrobatic plays that Bijan's going to make but he can break your ankles in the open field he can run by you again he ran a 4-3-6-40 at the uh combine so this is a really really ridiculously fast guy and yeah i mean this is a guy that we've we've talked about a lot there really is you know not too much depth to get into here because i mean 
I'm sure you guys have heard it. You guys have probably been watching Jameer Gibbs. If you're college football fans, I know you know this name, and I know you've been hearing his name in the draft conversation for a long time now. So this is where shit really gets interesting here at number three because, again, this is a really, really deep class that it really was hard to differentiate these guys, and it really is just dependent on what you like. I mean, very similar to the cornerback rankings, very similar to all these rankings. At the end of the day, they're subjective, and you're kind of – taking them differently if they're on different schemes and with different coaching staffs. So again, a lot of this is fit based. A lot of this is just projection. And at the end of the day, it's just a fun exercise. So at number three, I have Izzy out of out of Pittsburgh. This is a 20 year old running back that is extremely explosive for his size and weight profile. I mean, this guy is built like a very traditional you know, do it all running back in the NFL didn't show the best receiving ability, but there were some catches on tape and it does give me some hope that he can do it there. He's also not going to cut on a dime, but I mean, that's not what he's going to do for your football team. I really think he could be extremely successful. Honestly, he could probably play both schemes as well, but this guy has serious track speed. Like I mentioned, only 20 years old. So physically still becoming, you know, probably grown in and maybe not even totally filled out which is ridiculous for a 510 216 pound frame he also ran a sub 4 440 at his pro day with a 41 inch vertical we are talking all class athlete at 21 at not even 21 years old this guy's younger than me he's he's gonna be really good in the league i loved watching his film he was extremely productive this last year at pittsburgh led the league or led the fbs in a whole bunch of different categories i love this guy i think that he can be extremely good at the next level i'm just so impressed from what i've seen if you haven't seen his highlights go look him up you'll be shocked by how big this guy is and how fast he can move i mean he seriously is a burner and he maybe you want to see him a play a little more physical with that size he's really not seeking contact and punishing guys as much as some of these other guys we'll get to later in the list but I mean, he's got pretty damn good wiggle. Again, he's not going to shake you out of your boots, but he can. he's fast as shit. If you, you go at that angle wrong and he makes a good cut, he's going to blow by you. So, I mean, Izzy out of, out of Akana, out of, there's the last name again, Izzy. I'm just going to call him Izzy, out of Pittsburgh. Uh, last name always fucks me up. It's Adabani, Ada? Or it's, no, no, it's not even Ada. I'm just putting that in there. Abana Kanda. That's it. Easy. Izzy Abana Kanda. Boom out of Pittsburgh, number three running back in this year's draft class. At number four, again, this is where shit gets a little controversial because I think a lot of these people have this guy at three, and I totally see why. I have Zach Chabernet here. Um, the difference is between him and Izzy is I think since Izzy's younger, I like that a little more, and I also just think Izzy has that more of that breakaway speed. That's not what Zach's going to do to you. Zach ran in the four fives at the combine, but his feet are fucking ridiculous his stop start is so good his feet are so quick he can cut he can shake you out of your boots um <clears throat> will absolutely make you miss is he maybe not going to make you miss as much not going to have as quick of feet but he's going to hit the home run on ball on you zach's going to go for those hard fought you know four or five yards he's not always going to hit that home run and honestly he's a three down back he really can do it all i think he can um i don't know how great his pass blocking is i didn't watch too many of those reps but he can catch the ball out of the backfield again i think this is a guy that is probably better in a zone scheme if you really want that power you know cutting on a dime getting back uphill you know working against the grain type of running back i think that's probably better his style just because he doesn't have the acceleration and deceleration of a you know a gap scheme in my opinion i mean he could probably do both but Zach Chabernet, I mean, this is a guy, again, 
these top four guys are going to be really damn good in the NFL. I even think it can go deeper than that. I think there's going to be a lot of guys being very productive running backs, probably from day one out of this draft. And it does make, you know, running back is just tough right now in terms of the market. There's so many running backs in the draft and it seems to be each and every single year there's guys coming in and being productive and there's just an overabundance of running backs in the league right now. So I feel really bad for Austin Eckler. Eckler, I said that weird. Austin Eckler down there in Los Angeles. Hopefully he gets, you know, he gets done right and gets some more money under his his bag but uh let's move on to number five sean tucker coming out of syracuse oh by the way i haven't been saying these dudes names or these uh dudes schools i don't think Bijan jameer gibbs you guys know texas alabama izzy coming out of pittsburgh i think i said that one zach chabernet coming out of ucla sean tucker my number five running back coming out of syracuse again this is another guy more track speed and really really good lateral quickness i think <clears throat> i think he can play in both schemes because he can accelerate so quickly for that gap scheme but his cuts are violent, and he's really, really good at keeping his hips open really wide. And then when he needs to hit that hole, he's he's gone. He's out of there. He has really, really good contact balance. You're not going to bring him down on first hit. He can bounce off of tackles. He can also, um, excuse me, there's, there's a few cops outside my window right now, and they're inspecting something that they took out of someone's car, and I'm just, I can't help but peep. So I'm getting a little distracted out here. My point is, you're not going to arm tackle this guy. He's really, really powerful, really, really good on his feet in terms of contact. He's again, has that prototypical build. I believe he's like 5'10", a little over 200 pounds. And then he ran track in high school. You can totally see it, totally translates, has that breakaway speed. And again, this is a really, really re deep group. So I just want to emphasize, if you guys are mad at me that I haven't mentioned someone yet, I'll probably talk about them pretty soon here. So Sean Tucker, my number five back. Really love his tape out of Syracuse. Really explosive guy there. think he's going to be able to do it all. Gives me a little bit of a hint of Nick Chubb. Now, Nick Chubb has obviously been one of the most productive running backs in the entire league for many years now. So that's a very bold you know, statement prediction to put out there. But there really is some similarities in their game. Up next, my number six guy, Devin. I don't know if it's Devon or Devin. I don't remember actually right now. I think it's Devin. Devin A-Chain, Texas A&M. I almost forgot his school for a second. Again, I this is a <laughs> absolute theme in this draft. This guy is blazing fast. He's faster than every guy I've talked about so far. I believe he had the fastest time for running backs at the combine. I believe it was a 4-3-3. Probably should have written that down here. But um, doesn't have quite the same size as some of those other guys. That's why he's a little bit lower on this list. I believe he carries around at about 180 pounds. But, I mean, his vision's incredible. And, he, again, he's just a true run home run hitter he can't pass protect very well or get those hard yards just hard yards well i said that really weird just because again he that frame he is a lot smaller and he's really not going to run through you but he does have pretty good contact balance for his size he's not going to put his shoulder down and just plow through a guy but he can bounce off a tackler too um i'm just a little bit lower on him but again the intangibles are there that's speed there's going to be a team that's really interested in them i think a team like the 49ers like miami those could all be super super fun just because of his explosiveness how fast he gets that top speed and how you know how fast that top speed is it really does make for an interesting combo i think on a dynamic offense like that Man, it could be really fun to watch. He really does remind me a little bit of Raheem Mostert. Because Raheem Mostert, I mean, he's consistently tracked as one of the fastest runners each and every single year in the NFL. Devon A-Chain has that type of speed. Up next, Tajay Spears. Tajay Spears coming out of Tulane. 
Now, this is a guy that I evaluated pretty early on in the process because I watched him tear up USC, and then I started watching some of his tape just kind of as a fan, not really like taking any notes or anything and paying attention to it. Um, and honestly, maybe I'm too low on him revisiting this back. I feel like I just love this guy's game. There's elements of – there was a comparison today that I think Cynthia Freeland had of the NFL Network that I thought was honestly really good. It was Tony Pollard. I totally see that in terms of their quickness, in terms of their feet – um, in terms of just how effective they are, every time the ball's in their hands, they always seem to be getting, you know, six, seven, ten first down. It's just crazy how productive these guys are. Their burst is amazing. That's where they're really similar in their game. Um, their vision, their change of direction, I think all those elements, you really do see it. They can cut on a dime. They can catch the ball out of their backfield. And, I mean, Tajay Spears, maybe a little bit of a late bloomer, but this last year, he was absolutely incredible. Seven yards per carry, 21 touchdowns along the ground. This is a guy that I really do think can do it all for you. He's not going to be this big bruiser guy, but that's really not what you're going to ask from him. And honestly, the league's kind of going away from that in a lot of senses. And this is a guy that just good enough vision. You know, he can he can hit a hole once it's there. He can make you miss with a little bit of wiggle, really good feet, and has pretty good speed to finish it all off. So, I mean, this is a guy that's pretty, pretty goddamn well-rounded. And again, this is a ridiculously deep running back class doesn't have the speed of Devin a chain with what I just talked about, but no one does in this class and it's good enough up next. Zach Evans, um, Zach Evans. This is another guy, five-star recruit went to Ole Miss. He's been dealing with nagging injuries basically throughout his college career. So that's definitely a concern right off the bat. He even missed the combine with a hamstring injury. So that's why I'm a little bit lower on him, but all the talent in the world is there. If this guy works out in the NFL level, I will not be surprised at all. I just had to put him farther down this list. Um, again, you can kind of put these guys in any order you want. This is kind of in like a scratch order. So Devon A. Chain, I guess, would be my RB6. Uh, Tajay Spears would be my RB7. Zach Evans would be my RB8. But again, you can kind of mix and match those depending on what flavor of back you like and especially you know where they're going to be ending up in the NFL. But Zach Evans, to get back to him... Really wish he tested at the combine because uh, pro day numbers are always a little bit skewed, so you can't entirely trust it, but still had a pretty good pro day for himself. He averaged 6.5 yards a carry or better in every year of his college career, so really, really effective when he was on the field. Again, there was some nagging injuries there, but the production absolutely backs up the talent. Um, has a good blend of it all. Again, I mentioned his prototypical size and how he, I think he's 5'10", 215 pounds, somewhere in that range, um, but he also has pretty good burst. In his game he really does show that on his tape quite a bit a good blend of that burst and as well as power to complement it so again one of these all-around guys that i really do think can uh you know do a lot for an offense he's maybe the most not the most agile on his feet and like patient when cutting through running lanes i think he can be a little bit giddy and impatient in some of those situations um doesn't have the agility of you know someone like uh i mean i don't want to put him up with like chabernet and and Bijan because that feels unfair but doesn't have you know elite agility is I guess what I'm trying to say um but Zach Evans definitely someone to monitor obviously extremely highly recruited out of high school so the talent is absolutely there I think most of the question is and most of the questions I have with him are really just nagging injuries up next Kendra Miller coming out of TCU Another guy that just extremely productive when he was on the field. He shared the field while he was there um, with 
Zach Evans before he transferred, actually, and both of those guys were always very effective when they got their touches. This is another guy, 5'11", 215 pounds, good blend of everything. He's only 20 years old, so again, just what I was talking about with Izzy out of Pittsburgh, that's a huge plus in my books. If you can get a running back with as minimal wear on their tiles as possible, tires as possible, excuse me, um, I think that's a really good thing to do. Obviously, you love to see you know consistency and effectiveness when you are getting touches and reps and you're making the most of them and you're showing availability. But at the same time, that that's kind of a dual-edged sword, especially at the running back position when their shelf life seems to be as small as it is. Being 20 years old for Kendrick Miller is a really, really big deal because he's proven he's been efficient and he's this young. So again, huge, you know, positive thing for him and Izzy, like I spoke about earlier. I think he's a little bit less of just an athlete as Izzy, and that's why he's lower down on this list. But I mean, again, pretty well balanced, not going to blow you away in any metrics, but just good speed, good power. Sometimes you want to see him use that power a little bit more with that frame, but Good burst, good good enough, and I, I really do think if he can work on that power a little bit, you know, he could take this game to the next level. Up next, Dwayne McBride coming out of UAB. Um, this is a guy that he's huge. He's fucking huge for his size. He uses his frame really, really well. He's got really good contact balance. A lot of times, guys are just bouncing off of him. You can kind of question the competition he was playing against because playing at UAB, you're really not playing any sort of NFL talent, but I got to say he was absolutely dominant when he was there every single year of his college career. He averaged over seven yards per carry. So there really was no fallback. Again, it kind of comes into the question is, is there too much wear on the tires? But I mean, it's again, like I just said, it's a good thing that he has production under his belt. It's good that he can do it. Maybe not the shiftiest guy, but his game is really all power. Um, he's going to run you over. He's going to bulldoze you. It's good enough. His, you know, his vision and his feet are good enough that it can suffice. Cause you're just not going to arm tackle this guy. Um, one-on-one in the open field, he's going to run you over. So pretty much just a two down back. But I mean, I think a team like the Patriots really like a Garrett mold blood, um, Garrett mold. What was I trying to say? Garrett blunt mold. Wow, that was not English for a second there. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I could really see that working out for them because he really is a two-down back. He never caught the ball in college. I think he had like 10 passes in his career or something like that. Um, So really just not a threat there. I don't know if that's just a usage thing and maybe he can do it, but he just wasn't asked to do it. But we just haven't seen it yet, so I'm not going to say he can or he can't. So I guess that would be, if we're going in order, that would be my number 10 back. So we're going to talk about 12 backs in total. We got two more to go here. Up next, Chase Brown out of Illinois. Um, I love this guy because I love guys like this was a very common theme in my cornerback class. Talked about it a little bit in my receiver receiving class as well, but this is a guy that got better each and every single year he was in school. I love that just from, uh, like, obviously it's a great story and it's fun to talk about, but it makes you really think about the person's character in a way, because, you know, they were grinding for it. They were improving and it makes you think that they still have, you know, they haven't hit their ceiling. There's there's guys where you have to question, like, what's an example of this? Like, Brian Brissy, right? He was a five-star recruit coming out of high school, really highly recruited, had some really dominant moments, but kind of disappeared at times. And overall, you know, you kind of hoped for better production at his time there at Clemson, and you never really saw him improve. He kind of just stayed there, as well as Miles Murphy. And so, on the other hand, there's guys, obviously it's, an, it's a different position, but the analogy stands is that this guy, Chase Brown, Maybe he hasn't even hit his peak yet. Um, and he was a workhorse for Illinois last year. They really put the ball 
in his hands a lot and they trusted him with it and he made the most out of it extremely productive while he was there getting all american second team honors as a senior that's really a huge deal to me he also showed out at the combine this guy's a really 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 good athlete um let me look up his numbers again because i don't have him in front of me but i was extremely impressed by how well this dude run ran excuse me i was not expecting that also talked about his brother a little bit in one of my episodes but i think it's really cool that he played with his twin brother there at illinois uh, yeah, ran a 4-4-3 40-yard dash, so obviously extremely explosive there. 40-inch vertical, so again, just explosive athlete. 25 reps on the bench press, so a really, really strong guy as well. 10-7 broad, really impressive figures there. Rishi ran the 3-cone and the 20-yard, just to be out of reference for his change of direction. Um, but I think that's pretty good. I mean, he's it's not amazing he doesn't really have like good wiggles as i've described it with other guys he's not gonna like you know he kind of stops and starts too much he can't really keep that long speed even though he has it there um but it, it is good to up end speed when he hits that hole just doesn't have the best vision of getting there that's why he's a little bit lower as well um and i mean other than that he can catch the ball out of the backfield pretty well. He's got some pretty solid routes there, but he can't pass protect. So there's, there's, you know, this is where we start to get more nitpicky with these guys. That's why they're lower on this list. I mean, he's an excellent athlete, right? But they all are. He's got prototypical size, but most of these guys do as well. Um, so it's just like, that's why guys like this fall a little bit further down my list. I started him with him a lot higher up. And as I watched more and more, I mean, you just can't really give it to him because there are holes in his game at the end of the day. Again, just not able to change his direction as fast, doesn't have that deceleration to acceleration as quickly, but extremely productive, made the most of his opportunities, can catch the ball out of the backfield, and has really good top-end speed. So, again, you could argue he's only getting better. He's gotten better each and every single year, and I'm wishing the best for Chase Brown in the NFL. My number 11, 12 guy, my number 12 guy, Roshan Johnson sharing the backfield there in at Texas with Bijan Robinson. This guy's not the best athlete, kind of similar to a guy like Dwayne Brown, where he's not going to be a pass catcher ever. He's basically just a two down back. But if you need a yard, give it to this guy. His broken tackle rate is fucking ridiculous. He's one of the strongest running backs I've ever seen. Um, not nearly as high of a ceiling as some of his other guys, because I think he even ran in like the high four fives or maybe even the four sixes, not going to lie. But he wins with consistency and his power. He's just going to put his head down. He's going to get those hard fought, hard fought yards. He's, you know, one yard line, give this guy the ball. He's going to get it basically every fucking time. He broke 46 tackles on 96 attempts in 2022. That's fucking ridiculous. That is a ridiculous rate. Um, basically, you know, 50% of the time he was breaking a tackle. That's just insane when he was touching the ball. Um, and also with his size and with his frame and how powerful he is, he can light people up as a pass blocker. He's a really, really good pass blocker, can work on third downs in the passing game, not because he's going to catch the ball, but because he's going to blow the blitzer up if it's coming. So really capable there. And also, in kind of in coordination with his strength, and just I have to imagine this has to do with his grip and just his form, he only has one career fumble. So that's you love to see that from a running back. You want to see that from a guy who's going to be getting the ball a lot, you know, especially in those critical situations. And that does it for my list i hope you know that wasn't too much of a ramble sorry if that clap was really loud i appreciate each and every single one of you guys for tuning in be sure to follow me here on spotify be sure to follow me over on instagram at murphy's league i'm really really excited for this draft i've got a lot of 
really exciting stuff coming forward for you guys. And yeah, Murphy's League to the moon, baby. Let's do it. Peace out, man. Have a good